Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called, and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease, and on today's episode of Murder Monday, we dive into the Colt's Neck Mansion murders. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible. Audible is a subscription service that allows you to buy audiobooks that you can listen to from anywhere. Audible allows you to choose from a gigantic array of audiobooks narrated by amazing narrators. Right now, I'm listening to The Dead Zone by Stephen King, narrated by Oscar-winning actor James Franco. It's the chilling story of a high school teacher who falls into a coma and wakes up with psychic abilities. In all seriousness, audiobooks are great for when you're alone and maybe want to stop with the YouTube. So let me ask you this. Do you want a free audiobook of your choice? No purchase necessary? Well, then head on over to audibletrial.com slash Larry21 and claim yours today. Go find your next audiobook adventure. And of course, we want to remind you, you can be a part of the show by sending us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. Send us a comment about the case we covered. You can be featured in the next episode. Or just send us a comment about any true crime topic you want to talk about in future episodes. Or comments about past or current episodes. 
So now we dive into today's episode. This is the story of a family business. Well, more than one. And famous Asbury Park and the story of two houses that were about 20 minutes apart and what happened over the course of 10 hours. This is a story that's literally straight out of The Sopranos. And it's still going on to this day. It is one of those, but there is more than enough to dig into. We're going to jump around a little bit over the course of about 9 to 10 hours back in 2018. But hey, let's set the scene first. The scene being a township called Colts Neck. Why is it called Colts Neck? Eh, I don't know. Probably something to do with chopping off heads. I don't know. Let your imagination run wild. Colts Neck, Monmouth County is in central New Jersey. They really love horses there. Bruce Springsteen lives there and has a big old horse ranch. It's a very affluent area with lots of small businesses and no major chains. It's got ranches, and yet it's still less than an hour to New York City. So it really has it all. Back in 2018, it had a house located at 15 Willowbrook Road. When I say house, I mean big fucking mansion. Today, you can purchase the 10 acres it stood on for $1 million. Three years ago, it was owned by the Canaros. On the 20th of November, 2018, at 12.30 p.m., a 911 call was made to the Monmouth 911 emergency services. Firefighters raced over and on the lawn in front of the house, they found a body. The mansion was engulfed in flames. The fire would take hours to be put out. The house was completely destroyed. Inside the house were three more bodies, eventually identified as the deceased Keith Canero, his wife Jennifer, and their two kids, Jesse and Sophia. Nothing here was natural, but I guess I didn't really need to say that. Things like this don't just happen in cozy Colts Neck. Oh, what was even more bizarre than the fact that this happened was what happened seven hours earlier, 20 minutes away. At 27 Tilton Drive, Ocean Township, there was a lovely house, not quite as affluent as Colts Neck, but very nice all the same. At that house lived another Canero, Keith's older brother, Paul. At about 5 a.m. on the 20th of November, 2018, a 911 call was also made from there saying their house was on fire. The Canaros had some bad luck that day. Paul's fire was a lot less scary, trading a bloody body on the lawn for a dead turtle. The Canaros were born and raised in Brooklyn. Paul, the oldest, Keith, one year younger, and a third brother, Corey, seven years younger than Paul. Paul and Keith were extremely close growing up in Brooklyn and later Staten Island. They would always look out for each other. They would both end up marrying women from Staten Island. Keith would be Paul's best man and eventually both would end up living only 20 minutes apart from each other and be co-owners of a tech company, Square One, and a pest control company, EcoStar Pest Management. Both operated out of the same building in Asbury Park. Keith was probably the more successful one and the more driven one out of the two. In high school, he worked as a janitor at a computer store, and from there, he would be around computers his entire life. He started a tech consulting company in the 90s, which would later become Square One. It would even be written about in the Asbury Park Press when he went by Keith Martin. That was his middle name. Keith's first hire was his older brother, Paul. The company they ran together was very successful. They eventually decided to purchase a pest control business. You know, they got to diversify. Hey, we use mouses. Why not get paid to kill him? So Paul took over that while Keith stayed in tech. The brothers were doomed. 
All three of them lived in Jersey. They seemed to be a success story. Things, however, changed in 2012. Paul kind of always had been overshadowed a bit by his younger, more ambitious, more successful brother, Keith. Keith had started multiple companies, had a real estate license, just received a master's from Columbia. Paul, he was doing fine, but he was seriously injured in a car accident. He wouldn't end up in constant pain, needing a shitload of surgeries, and he would have a limp and constant back pain for the rest of his life. It was bad. Things wouldn't ever be the same again. Paul would be very frustrated due to this, and it seemed to cause contention at home. He would move out of the Ocean Township home he shared with his wife and two daughters for a time. When I say recently, it was 2018 when he moved back in with them. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. But they didn't share beds. Keith had also had recently talked about maybe ending their business partnership. Now employees at both companies would say they were doing well. It's not like either one was going down the toilet. But Keith seemed like he wanted to end things and move on and do something else. Keith was hoping to end up working at one of the bigger tech companies. Then came November 2018. It seemed like someone wanted to end them both. When firefighters arrived on the 20th of November to Keith's house in Coltneck, he was found on the lawn. He had been shot once in the lower back and four times in the head. Multiple shell casings was found beside him, stamped with GFL 10, 9x19. The firefighters entered the home and found Jesse on the floor of the kitchen. He had been stabbed. Sophia, the youngest, was found on the landing. She, too, was stabbed. What's really horrific was when these autopsies were done, contributing cause of death for them both was smoke inhalation. So they were alive when they were stabbed. Jennifer was... er, They were alive when they... When the house was on fire. Is what I was trying to say. Jennifer was found on the stairs leading to the basement. She had been shot in the head and stabbed multiple times. The police then learned something interesting as the investigation began. About nine hours before they arrived, before the fire was reported at 3 a.m., someone had called 911. This person lived three and a half miles from Keith's home and they called because they had heard five gunshots. Keith had been shot five times. This was approximately at 3.33 a.m. The police arrived at that very cold early morning but they couldn't find the source of the gunshots. This person who reported the shots wasn't the only one. And their neighbor said they heard them too, four to five shots, specifically at 310. So whatever happened to Keith Canero and his family, it looked like someone shot him to death, directly right outside his house at about 3 a.m., then went inside, shot his wife, and stabbed his two kids. Then the fire was started, and it wouldn't be reported for another nine hours, by which time the whole house was consumed. So what's weird is that two hours after we can assume Keith and his family were murdered at 3 a.m., two hours after that at 5 a.m., 20 minutes away, Paul's house was set on fire with him and his wife and his two kids inside. Then they were contacted by the youngest Canero brother, Corey. Well, actually, they were contacted by Corey's wife. They had heard about the fires and called the police and told them they were moving and taking their kids to Pennsylvania. You know, 
two brothers' houses get set on fire, it might be a good idea to move away. They went to the grandparents in Pennsylvania. Corey would actually speak to the police and tell them something rather interesting. The day before the fires at about 7 p.m., Keith forwarded an email to his younger brother, Corey. It seemed like he just wanted to keep his younger brother in the loop. The email he forwarded to Corey was one he sent to two of his business associates. In it, Keith wrote that he would not be paying another penny to Paul Canero's wife until funds that were missing from the business were accounted for. Keith also wrote that he wanted to sell the business. He was getting frustrated with Paul and the amount of company money Paul was spending. Keith and Paul co-owned Square One. Keith was the majority and Paul was the minority owner. But the pest control company, they owned 50-50. When Paul was in that car accident, he was kind of screwed. So what they did with Paul's salary was pay it to Paul's wife. Therefore, Paul could collect disability while he was still working. Recently, Keith and Paul had been arguing more and more about money. Two hours after the gunshots were heard in Colt's neck, emergency services arrived arrived on Tilton Drive. There was smoke and a small fire in the rear of the house. The four members of Paul's family were there, himself, his wife, and two grown daughters. They were sitting in a Porsche Cayenne parked outside. Luckily, no injuries were reported. On the driveway of Paul's house was a red gasoline can, right beside another Porsche which had marks on it, like gasoline spotting marks stains. In a shed at the back of the house, well, there were three more gas cans with a space for a fourth one. So things are already looking pretty shitty for Paul. Luckily, we might be able to solve this one without Scooby-Doo, because Paul had surveillance cameras all around his house. So we can just see what really happened. Paul was like, yeah, review the footage. Oh, yeah, I might have turned off the recorder earlier because it's slowing down my Wi-Fi. Yeah, haven't heard that one before. The affidavit said the cameras were hardwired, so they wouldn't use the internet. Paul must have forgot that, and that's why he turned them off. The footage showed that about 1.30 a.m. on the 28th, Paul walked into the garage, so the DVR system turned it off, so the system would stop recording. The fire investigators quickly determined there was arson done by a dumbass. The police spoke to Paul's wife. She said she just woke up in the middle of the night to the smoke alarm. Her and Paul had been sleeping in different beds. Remember, they weren't on the best of terms lately. She presumed all the footage was still recording. She had no idea Paul had turned anything off. So when the alarm went off, the family left the home. Paul took a Porsche out of the garage, and they all got in, waiting for the fire trucks. So obvious what happened, but the investigators were looking around. Now Paul's CCTV was turned off, but oh no, a neighbor hadn't turned their CCTV off that night. It showed a white SUV believed to be a Porsche, and Paul owned two Porsche SUVs driving toward Green Grove Road at 2.07 a.m. from the direction of Paul's home. That road is the main one. It can take you anywhere, including Colt's Neck. That SUV came back driving towards Paul's house at 4.08 a.m. The house behind Paul's also had CCTV and determined that the car came and went from exactly Paul's house. So at 2 a.m., a car leaves Paul's house. At 3 a.m., three gunshots are heard in Colt's Neck. 4 a.m., the car comes back to Paul's house. At 5 a.m., Paul's house fire starts, and then at 12 p.m., the fire is discovered in Colt's neck. Canines alerted them to an accelerant found around the scene of the fire. 
They got a search warrant and searched one of the Porsches. Inside, they found parts of a 9mm handgun, a suppressor, and night vision thermal vision attachment for a firearm. On the 23rd, they searched the inside of the house and found a safe. Inside were multiple guns, ammo with the head stamp GFL 10 9x19. Sound familiar? Beside the location where the fire had been started was a plastic container. You know, whoever started the fire hoped the fire would destroy the container. Nope. Inside the container was bloody clothing, which was taken for testing, and the blood was tested and determined to be 8-year-old Sophia Canaros. Paul was arrested and charged with four counts of murder, one count of aggravated arson, and two other lesser weapons charges. Employees saw Paul the day before all this happened on the 19th of November. They said he was acting fine. Nothing weird about him. He was normal, buried in his iPod all day. Nothing else has really come out about this case. It was supposed to go to trial in 2021. Paul was also charged with getting disability while working, and that could be 10 years alone if convicted. Also, Keith's wife Jennifer and her father filed a wrongful death suit against Paul. In it, he alleges that Paul also stole 90000 from Keith. Keith and his wife had discovered about six months before their deaths that Paul was taking money from college funds that were set up for their two children, Jesse and Sophia. Paul was taking it and putting it into funds for his own children, a total of $90,000. Paul apparently wanted to set it up to make it look like he was a victim too. And shockingly, he ended up pleading not guilty. Leave a comment in the comment section below. What did you think about the Colts Neck Mansion murders? Have you heard of it before? Do you have any thoughts about it? Let's hear your theories on why you think Paul did it. And of course, if you want to support the show, you can buy it. Um, you can buy us a coffee at buymecoffee.com slash TCNS. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, pay them, pay our writers, and take the show on the road. We'd love to live stream from true crime locations, either Florida other parts of Texas that I live nearby, California, and hopefully one day, maybe overseas. Your support can help make that happen. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. Follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.